are listening to The Weekly Wrap-Up with your hosts Marcella Bood and Will Thompson. Wollongong Wolves roaring at the top of the table, Western New South Wales Mariners with their first win of the season and Central Coast United with an upset and unexpected loss. Hey guys and welcome to The Weekly Wrap-Up where we discuss all results and table standings in football in New South Wales from the MPL1 all the way down to the state leagues. I'm your host, as always, Marcel Aboud, and with me is the ever-reliable Will Thompson. Thank you, Marcel, and hello to everybody out there. Things are starting to heat up in the MPL Men's 1 as Round 7 saw the match of the round. Sydney United 58 defeat Mount Druitt Town Rangers 3-1 at Sydney United Sports Centre. A Peter Semenovsky hat-trick was enough to sink the Rangers to another defeat this season, despite Fernandez's fantastic goal being just a consolation for the visitors. This is the perfect remedy for the Sydney United 58 side, as they were coming back from a 5-0 hammering at the hands of Marconi Stallions last round, and this is the perfect way to stamp their authority on the league. In other matches, RPL Leichhardt Tigers drew 1-0 with Blacktown City at Lambert Park, while Sydney Olympic could only draw 2-0 with Manly United at the Belmore Sports Ground. Marconi Stallions continue their impressive form in the 2019 season with a 3-1 victory over bottom side Sutherland Sharks at Marconi Stadium, while Rockdale City Suns defeated Sydney FC 2-1 at Illidan Sports Centre, and table-topping Wollongong Wolves won 2-0 away to Hakawa Sydney City East at the Hensley Athletic Field. Wollongong Wolves sit pretty in first place on 17 points, now three points clear of second place Apia Leichhardt Tigers, who are being chased quite closely by Marconi in third place on 12, with Blacktown City and City United tied on 11 points apiece. It's not looking too good for Sutherland Sharks as they occupy bottom spot on four points, while Mount Druitt Town aren't too far behind them on five. Now, early predictions stating that either Sutherland or Mount Druitt will go down at the end of the season, and personally, it's not too late for both sides to mount a comeback if they wish to stay in the top echelon of men's football in New South Wales. But they better get a move on ASAP as there can be quite a gap forming between the bottom sides and the middle rank of the table. Round 8 in the men's MPL 2 saw a goal fest across many games, none more so important than Central Coast Mariners' 4-0 win over MacArthur Rams at Plume Park. Ruiz Diaz bagged himself a hat-trick, which was made even more important as he made his A-League debut for the A-League Central Coast Mariners just the night before in their 3-1 victory against the Western Sydney Wanderers. Another 4-0 scoreline was had as Mounties Wanderers defeated St. George City 4-0 at the City United Sports Centre, while North Shore Mariners are stamping their authority in the MPL 2 with a commanding 3-0 win over Canary Bankstown at Northbridge Oval. Blacktown Spartans defeated Rodney Lions 2-1 at the Blacktown Football Park, while Spirit FC also defeated Hills United by the same scoreline at Christie Park. The Western Sydney Wanderers won 2-1 away at the Illidan Sports Centre, while Bonnering White Eagles and Northern Tigers could only muster a one-all draw at North Taramara Recreation Area. The table for the NPL2 is probably one of the tightest across all four leagues in New South Wales, 
with only first place and fourth place separated by four points apiece. Table topping Western Sydney Wanderers continue their good form on 19 points in first place, while right behind them on 18 points is the North Shore Mariners on 18, while Spirit are starting to drop uh, position and points, third place on 17 points. Canterbury Bankstown are slipping further and further away from the pack as they sit bottom last with two points in 14th spot, while MacArthur Rams and St. George FC both on five points apiece. Is it too late for Canterbury Bankstown to mount a comeback to fight? Who knows? Just It seems possibly unlikely that they will get themselves out of this pickle, but who knows? Football is a wonderful game, and a lot of things can happen from now to the end of the season. Round 7 of the men's MPL 3 saw mid-table Hawkesbury City defeat Camden Tigers 4-1 at Dave and Burdenshaw Field. Bamawa Addy bagging himself a double with Gibson and Wilson adding to the scoreline, helping cancel out Simpson's early goal in the game. In other big scorelines in this round, Bankstown City defeated table-topping Gladesville Ride Magic 4-1 at Jensen Park, while Dunbar Rovers and Sydney University played out an entertaining 3-2 game with Dunbar coming out on top at the Hensley Athletic Field. Western New South Wales Mariners gained their first win of the season with a 1-0 win over Granville Rage at Proctor Park. Parramatta FC fell 3-1 to SD Raiders at Melita Stadium, while Bankstown City gained a 1-0 win over Inter Lions at Valentine Sports Park as Dulwich Hill fell 2-1 to Stanmore Hawks at Arlington Oval. Gladesville Ride Magic still keep their top spot on 16 points, but Stanmore Hawks follow very closely in second on 14 points. Hawkesbury City's 4-1 win over Camden Tigers puts them in good stead away from the bottom of the table as they sit on 10th with 8 points, followed by Granville Rage on 7th, and seeing their very first win of the 2019 season, Western New South Wales Mariners have 3 points but still occupy that bottom spot. Who knows, maybe this can start a magical run for the Mariners and can maybe leapfrog over Camden Tigers and Parramatta, who both sit on six points, not too far away behind. Round five of the Men's State League saw a surprise win for Prospect United, defeating promotion hopefuls Central Coast United 3-2 at Plume Park. Daniel and Stephen Vukovic's goal, along with Kusinich's goal, was able to give the away side a precious 3-2 win over promotion hopefuls as Woodbine and Atkinson's goals weren't enough for the home side. In other games this round, South Coast Flame picked up a 2-0 win over Balmain Tigers at Ian McLean Park, while FC Garzi Auburn won 1-0 away to Nepean FC at Cook Park. Hurstville FC defeated Fraser Park 1-0 at Seymour Shaw, while tabletopping Western Condors defeated the University of New South Wales 4-1 at Choppin Park. Hurstville City Minotaurs having the bye in this round. Not much to say about the table in the State League, with the Western Condors on top with 12 points. Fraser Park followed closely behind them on 10, and that shock defeat to Prospect United leaves Central Coast United third on 9 points, tied with Hurstville FC. Balmain Tigers occupying 11th spot, last on one point. We're approaching about one-third of the way done for the 2019 seasons across football in New South Wales and 
isn't it exciting to see who's going up, who's going down, who's topping tables, and who's picking up all these massive score lines. Now, I'll throw it over to Will Thompson, who's going to give us the latest update with all the club championship standings. Will, how's it all going? Thank you, Marcel. Yeah, there's been a bit of movement over in the club championship standings. Uh, if we kick it off with MPL1 now, Blacktown City still topping with 96 points. They've picked up 13 since last week. Wollongong Wolves back into second on 93 points, uh, up from 72 last week, and Apia Leichhardt has dropped back down to third with 86. Only pick out four from the week before. So Apia slowing down just slightly. If we go down the bottom end of the standings and Hakoa Sydney City East, it's currently on last from 43, only picking up actually nothing from the week before. Uh, losses across all three grades. Southern Sharks have moved up into second last with 47 points. Picking up nine from the week before. They've picked up a couple in their 18s, as well as a couple from their 20s there. Um, and their um, first graders have picked up some as well, so really good to see. Uh, if we go Sydney FC, they're in third last on 57 points, and they're up five from last week. Mainly United moving up into fourth last, 59 points. They picked up seven from the week before. Uh, Maconi is starting to get out of danger. They're up to 64 points, up from 52, and Mount Druitt Town on 60. Um, they've actually dropped in the standings. They picked up six from the week before, so not danger signs at that club yet. But for those sort of bottom three, four, five clubs, I think they'd start to be really worrying about the rest of the season. Um, as Marcel said, we're getting to about the third way point of the season now. And clubs really need to start trying to pick up every single point they can in that club championship. Um, every point definitely important for survival. Nobody wants to get the drop. Nobody wants to get the drop this year going down into MPL 2. Because uh, once we kick across there, we can see just how hot the action is. And especially the Wanderers looking very likely to come up. They're into 134 points. They picked up a full complement of 21 points from the week before. Um, it's going to leave a pretty level playing field from the next sort of four or five clubs down from that. So it will be definitely a very tight race next year as well. Uh, Spirit FC up into second place on 112 from 97 last week. And North Shore Mariners into third place. 109 points up from 90 last week, so picking up 19 there. Northern Tigers has slipped back from 2nd into 4th with 103, only picking up 4 points from the week before. Down the bottom end, and just keep in mind that the bottom 3 will be relegated. They are Henry Banks down on 22, picking up a solid point from last week. MacArthur Rams on 31, picking up absolutely nothing from last week, and St George FC on 33 again nothing for them and we have talked about St George FC before how they have been a very strong mainstay in MPL2 they have been challenging the last couple of years for promotion into MPL1 so it's still very surprising to see them down the bottom uh, Bonnie Reed White Eagles they did have that 30 point deduction they're up to 52 points now so they're really fighting strong do they have what it takes to go all the way to get promotion I think they're going to fall short. That 30 points has hurt them quite a lot. Um, obviously, they picked up quite a few from the week before. They had to catch up games. Also, they've jumped from 24 
all the way up to 52 points. Uh, and if we actually take or give that those 30 points back, they'd be tied with Blacktown Spartans uh, in fifth position there, and about 50 odd points away from Wanderers. So it would still be very hard for them. Uh, Wanderers are just absolutely running away with it at the moment with Spirit, Mariners, Northern Tigers, and even Central Coast sort of the only teams that can keep pace with them at the moment. Um, but Bonnie Rig, at least for now, looks like that they will be safe. They do have a couple of key games coming up against them at the top of the table and some of those ones down the bottom as well. So it'll be an interesting couple of weeks for them to see how they go. But at the moment, St George FC, MacArthur Rams and Henry Bankstown in the relegation zone. St George City, they're sort of the surprise ones. Obviously newly promoted this year. They're on 69 points. They picked up three from last week and dropped a couple of standings. So they're in fifth last. Nothing too bad to worry uh, for them at the moment. But uh, if they do want to avoid going straight back down, they will want to be picking up as many points as possible across the grades just to really shore up their position in NPL 2. Moving into NPL 3, and no surprise that Gladesville Ride Magic are still top of the table. 108 points, however, they did only pick up three from last week. They only picked up three from the 18s. They did play off against Bankstown City. Um, Bankstown getting wins in the other two grades there. So Bankstown has actually closed the gap. There was a 34-point gap that's now being closed to 19 points. So pretty important there for the race. Um, Gladesville Rod will obviously be wanting to pick up as many points as they can until they face Bankstown City again and hope that uh, a couple of clubs can take some points off of City as they look for promotion into the MPL 2 in third place is Dunbar Rovers, doing quite well the club in the eastern suburbs there. They're up to 83 points from 62 last week, so doing quite well. Uh, I believe, no, they do not have a catch-up game. There are a few clubs in here that do have a catch-up game here or there. Uh, Dulwich, they've got a game in hand. Bankstown United have a game in hand. Now, I just want to talk quickly about Bankstown United. Coming from State League last year, they have been uh, somewhat of a surprise. I think to be where they are now in 5th on 73 points, not doing too badly for themselves. Um, it's not often that you see a club come straight up from State League do, and I don't really want to call it doing well, but um, sort of taking care of themselves in NPL 3 and showing that they do have what it takes to mix it with the big boys. So it'll be interesting to see how they go for the rest of the season. Also in the NPL 3, there's a few clubs where if you have a look around, clubs like uh, Stanmore Hawks, who from the first graders have picked up 56 points, doing quite well. But unfortunately for them, the 18s and their 20s just aren't picking up the slack. Um, and if you have a look at the, uh, at the other end, Dunbar Rovers, only 40 points from their first graders, being carried maybe a little bit by the 18s and 20s. But hey, that's the point of the club championship, making sure that you take care of all three grades. So it'll be really interesting next year to see just how things change. We may have a few different contenders for promotion, a few different candidates for relegation. There's traditionally been a couple of clubs, especially in uh, first and second division, that have been carried by the 18s and 20s to save them from relegation year on year, despite finishing last in first grade. So I think it's going to be a really good change. I hope clubs don't neglect the 18s and 20s. But anyway, that's enough of a rambling tangent. If we go back with five clubs now to be relegated from MPL 3, Western New South Wales Mariners in two positive points. They did have a couple of catch-up games there. They've moved from negative 19 all the way up to two. Yes, two points now. They're 20 games in with two points. They did have that 30-point deduction 
uh, as did most of these other teams that I'm going to be talking about. Granville Rage, they stay on 7 points. Parramatta FC, they picked up 3, but they did drop a couple of um, positions. Hawkesbury City, 35 points. Uh, they have come up from 15, and they also had a couple of catch-up games to play there. Camden Tigers uh, have now fallen into the relegation zone with 37 points, only picking up 5 from the last week. So they are the first team that did not have the 30-point deduction to fall into the relegation zone, with Stanmore Hawks moving to 44 points from 19 last week. They did have a couple of catch-up games, and they still have quite a few more to go. And as I was saying, their first graders are doing quite well. Their 18s and 20s, not as such. Not not as much. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see uh, Inter Lions on 56 points. Uh, picked up two from last week, dropped a couple of standings, and Sydney Uni on 64 points. Uh, they have dropped quite a few standings. They were fourth last week. Um, they've dropped down to seventh now. So it'll be interesting to see the, I guess you could say, battle for survival as the season goes on to see who will avoid the drop and who will be going down. Moving into the State League now, and Central Coast United have maintained their lead over Western Condors, move up to 77 points from 68 last week. Condors now up to 67 from, and this is going to sound a bit funny, but there's a bit of explaining from 24. Sorry, 34 the week before. They did have two full rounds to catch up. They do still have another one over Central Coast, so there is a potential for another 21 points there. Um, so Central Coast and Western Condors sort of really battling out for the top two at the moment. And Fraser Park in third place with 63 points, uh, picking up only five from last week. So I guess a little bit disappointing for Fraser Park there. Obviously hoping to get promoted back into NPL 3. Uh, some opportunities gone begging to pick up some crucial competi competition points. Uh, South Coast Flame have started to bounce back. They're up to 46 points. Up from 31 the week before, so picking up a vital 15 points. Uh, the first grade is finally a bit tough, but their 18s and 20s are doing pretty alright. And Hurstville is a great FC on 41 points from 27 last week. So again, Hurstville not doing too badly. They do still have a round in hand, uh, so if they can pick up another 21 points, that would jump them over South Coast Flame and put them sort of right behind Fraser Park and keep them right in the conversation for promotion. Uh, looking down the teams that... And I don't really want to rule anybody out because State League is a crazy league. We don't know what's going to happen. But um, FC Garzi Auburn, negative 6. Full credit to them. They have moved up from negative 20. So hopefully next week we will see them into positive points. Um, otherwise, I think if they... And this is just a crazy scenario. If they went the rest of the season without winning a game, I believe that would be the first team to finish with negative uh, club championship points, which would be pretty interesting and definitely a record that no club wants to have. Balmain Tigers in second last. They've moved into the positive now with five points. And Prospect United third last, again, into the positive from negative three last week on nine points now. So those are the bottom couple of clubs. Obviously, you can't get relegated from State League, so lucky for them. Um, but Central Coast, Western Condors, uh, Fraser Park, and Hurstville FC, definitely all in the mix for promotion. Moving into the Women's Club Championship tables now. And in NPL 1, Sydney Uni is currently leading the way on 48 points. Northern Tigers in second on 43. 
and then you have a triple threat of such a three-way tie between Illawarra Stingrays, Sydney Olympic and Koalas all on 39 points. Now they have all played 12 games each so Sydney Uni and Northern Tigers do have a rounded hand each to extend the lead out the top. Down the bottom North Shore Mariners on 3 points and Bankstown City on 18. Blacktown Spartans not too far away on 21 so at the moment North Shore Mariners are in the relegation zone to go down although Bankstown City do sort of have to watch their backs and make sure that they're picking up every uh, crucial point possible. In the NPL 2, Gladesville Ravens are on top at the moment with 60 points with Apia Leichhardt not too far behind, 58. They do have a pretty competitive women's team, both clubs. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who comes back up. Um, Southern Shire, who did drop down last year, they've only played 12 games and they're on 51 points, so potential for them there to pick up some vital points if they do want to get promoted back into the NPL 1. But it's... I think it's kind of funny, there's almost a case for a third division of women's um, where some of these clubs in NPL 2 could potentially drop down um, because you've got these clubs at the top that are too good for NPL 2 some clubs in NPL 1 that aren't good enough for NPL 1 with only one going up and down each year they sort of um, they sort of ping pong back and forward there's no third division, it's really hard to split up the girls but if there was a third division I think that may sort a few problems However, we do have Girls Conference League, and we just have to live with that. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about it at the moment. Hopefully, Football New South Wales do change it to a fully-fledged NPL 3 competition for the ladies, give those under-17s something to go to after they're done at those clubs in the Girls Conference League. Anyway, guys, sorry it's been a delayed podcast. Um, we hope you enjoy. If you have any comments, suggestions, improvements, please let us know in the comments, by email, Twitter, Facebook... Uh, YouTube, if we throw up a video, make sure you check out our partner's new entertainment order, make sure you check out our personal Facebook website, all that shebang, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks guys.